You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. This is Abel. And this is his wife, Rosie. Yesterday, we saw a... Jeez, I don't even know how to explain it. It's an awesome movie. It's a great movie. My pick. It, yes, your pick. It was super emotional, too. Yeah. Um, because was, you put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a date night thing, like a, a Netflix and chill, and there was no chilling because after you were just pondering so many things about life, <laughs> yeah, that you're so exhausted emotionally, and it's very uplifting. Um, but anyway, so I recommended Breakthrough. Yeah, um, doing some research for my next book, and man, Breakthrough yeah. is something. It, it was something else. It's about a family who goes through this tragedy. Their son ends up um he's drowning and he's drowning for about i think like two, over 20 minutes or something like that it's based on a true out. story yeah and it, it's just so the kid's drowning the kid's dead they pull him out of the water and, and he's dead and uh and then and, a miracle happens should, wait are we gonna give like should we give it a disclaimer a spoiler, right? i mean are I mean, we? Because you could totally stream it, and I would tell you to stream it, and please pay as believers, as humans, as entrepreneurs, as just people that have faith that God is going to meet all our needs. Don't go to those sites and steal from it. You can literally, you know, stream from anywhere. We did it from like I think our Spectrum for four ninety nine, and you know God can provide more than four ninety nine. Um, Steph Curry invested in it, and one day he's going to invest in my movies, and I'm going to want people to like to pay for it, and then. Um, uh, Devon Franklin, um, who's an amazing speaker and producer, produced the movie. Anyway, I don't know if we should spoil so, it because I want them to see it. Well, you're right. But the whole point of what we're talking about is was what they were going through. What, what happens, do you do in that situation? So the kid's dead and they're trying to bring him back to life. And so they have him in this induced coma. So they either have to pull the plug or they have to just keep having faith that he's going to fight through. Well, it was, it was after the miracle had already happened to begin with, and then he went into an induced coma. Yeah. So it's like tragedy, um, miracle, but then miracle doesn't save it all instantly, which I guess is what we want from God. Yeah. Like if I'm going to pray, I want you to fix it now. Wow. Get me? So like true. this was like, you did the miracle, but it looks like God did a partial miracle. Right. And then you have to work for the rest. And not work, but yes, it, it was more prayer. Right. It was checking yourself and your attitude. Like the mom, and this is where it's going to get into, okay, what does this have to do with the power of us? First of all, it has to do with our kids. And as a family, whether it's blended or adopted or whatever, this is us. Our family is us, that unit, that nuclear unit. So what do you do when someone in your nuclear unit goes through a tragedy and you're waiting on a miracle right and how do you handle it as a couple because the yeah. parents were on totally different spectrums right um i'd be more like the mom and you'd be more like the dad <laughs> probably um one of the parts that got me was um that the dad could not even walk into the room mm -hmm. his faith was shaken and he was very honest about it. Yeah. And one, I loved that he was honest. And the mom didn't look like she agreed. She looked like 
she looked down on him a little bit because of it. Yeah. But she didn't say anything. She didn't force him to go in the room. And I think that's one thing that we really have to see as couples in any situation, whether it's a miracle, an illness, a financial issue, a death, is that you are two people coming together. You guys are still individuals becoming one or have been one. And that's beautiful. But you guys still have your different ways of handling things. Yeah. And she couldn't force him right. to be in the hospital room. He was literally outside in the lobby the whole time. Right. Crying, crying, dealing with people, doing everything he could the way he could. Mm. And as couples, sometimes we want our partner to do it our way. Right. But then that's not being a partner. That's having a double you. Mm. Like, and I don't want a double Rosie. I don't need two Rosies. Two Rosies would be super angry or handling stress maybe the wrong way or always like screaming maybe in, 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 in fear or anxiety or or barking out orders while Abel could probably be like more chill. I let me talk to the doctor. Let me ask the questions calmly because your emotions are like, you know, making you tense. And that's what it was. Yeah. So, you know, one tip that I got from the movie was in tragedy, in a moment of stress in life, let Abel be able because he's going to compliment me and I can compliment him. Wow. That's really good. And obviously this has to do with, with your kids and stuff like that. But honestly, that, I could apply this to everything. Right. I, honestly, that line in itself is is really the the main reason for this podcast that you said earlier is that sometimes you're asking God for a miracle, and then when He gives you the miracle, it doesn't look the way you think it was going to oh, look. Oh, for sure. Because you're thinking it's going to be like freaking ramen, where it, in about Instant, a minute, yeah. in about a minute, you're gonna have you're gonna have something that fills your stomach. And of course, He can. Yeah. We saw it in the Bible. We see it till this day. You know, he's the same yesterday, um, today, and tomorrow. So I think he can, but I think sometimes there are lessons yeah. in the miracle being a process right. and more about transforming us than just giving us what we want or what we need. Yeah. And especially as a couple, I think that this family was having a little bit of issues mm-hmm. coming together because he's an adopted boy and they needed to come together as a family. Yeah. Um, obviously impact the society, they impacted their church, they impacted their city, but this family was made stronger because of the struggle. And I think if the boy had just like, boom, woken up and it had just been to a two minute thing, a two hour thing rather than a month thing, the family wouldn't have really grasped one, the greatness of God and two coming together. Yeah. Um, so God is not always going to work the way you want. Yes, he's going to give you the miracle. He's going to give you an answer. It's usually yes, no, or wait. And we always want yes. But even in the no's, learn to work together as a family. God said no to that new car. Or God said no, it's not time to move. Learn to work together in that time. Something that I learned from uh, Pastor Julian Lowe, you guys could find him on Instagram. Um, Uh, OasisLA.org. Sometimes God says no, but it means... uh, it really means not right now, you know? So in life, you have to really pay attention to the no's. Yeah. And then just always be ready for the now. I know because it, it means I got something better, too. Yeah. Because sometimes sometimes God's saying, um, let's say for me, you know, in, in my case instance, or in your case, okay? Uh, no, you're not moving jobs yet. You're still going to be working at um, Spectrum. Are you going to be working at Mickey D's? No, I didn't give you that job. No, I didn't give you that job. No, you're not going to get that job. No, you're not going to get that raise. But sometimes in life we get upset at God. And I've gotten upset at God because he keeps saying no, 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 no. Mm. But you always have to be ready for the now. Because when the now comes, that's when that's when 
geez, that's when amazing things can happen. And, it, and it's happened to me. And I've seen that because it's been no, 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 no. And I'm just going to be ready for my now. Once my now comes, he's, it's going to be my time to move. So then you have to always be ready. That's just something that you have to really understand in life is that God says no, but there's always a reason behind it. It's not just he's an evil God. Because right. I know sometimes, babe, you can really get caught up in the fact that God doesn't love me. God doesn't care about mm. me. God only favors this person or that person. I think it feels person. like God's withholding from me. Mm-hmm. And that's where it can get dangerous. Wow. And like he's holding goodness. I know he's good. I know he has goodness. I see him give goodness yeah. to other people. He's withholding from me. What is it? Did I sin? Does he not like me? Do I not deserve it? There's so many things that you're going through. And as a couple, you know, Abel's being super vulnerable and i love that he was mad at god and i've been mad at god too Mm -hmm. when you see your spouse your partner your child mad at god don't judge them for it there's a relationship and you can get mad at your mom and you can get mad at your sister and then you come together so us as couples when you see that your spouse is mad at god for whatever reason one don't judge them say you know what okay talk to him about it that's all we can do when we're mad and two take steps of faith in your waiting, when he gave you a no, but he is saying, I'm going to give you something better, or it is not time, or this is not the way, it is not this job, I'm going to give you a better job. What you do is you continue to take steps of faith. You continue to tithe. You continue to make resumes. You continue to train on your talent. Those steps of faith, let God know, you said no, but I'm still working on me to be ready for the next job. I'm going to keep, you know, doing the interviews. I'm going to keep working on my craft because it's going to come get me. Don't just give up and be like, all right, he said no, it's done. I'm not going to do nothing anymore. Like, I think steps of faith and you help your partner take those steps of faith by saying like, Hey babe, let's apply again. Like, you know, um, because as a partner, if he's mad at God, he's really going to need that support of, of someone that doesn't judge him and understands him. And, but then still kind of presses him forward kindly. I like to say that as women, we don't boss around our men. We don't teach our men. We nudge them to be like, Hey, you know, the way he like wake up in the morning, it's time. I don't know to go to work. It's the same like, Hey, you know, wake up a little bit. Yeah. We got to know. Yeah. We're a little upset, but we're not stopping. Yeah. And so you, you, you think it'd be easy for it to just be like, Oh, wait for now. Wait yeah. for it to come, oh, no. but it's not because it, it really. What you really need is faith, and faith can become depleted from so many no's. Yeah, and and that action of just receiving that no, it just depletes you and depletes you and depletes you. And that family, that mom, had like the most faith possible. Yeah, where people because, really thought like, oh, poor thing, it's not going to happen, and yeah. she's going to be destroyed. Yeah. Like every single body else, including the doctor, said this kid's not yeah. going to make it. So the kid died. Some by a miracle, the kid began to breathe again or had a pulse or something like that. And then everybody would just tell her, oh, this is normal. He's going to die again. Yeah, he's going to die by tonight. Okay, he made it through the night. He's going to die by the next day. Yeah, and you know, and it's just, it's that faith that you have to continuously have. But the question is, how do you continuously have faith in your life through all these problems, through all these tribulations, even when a small miracle happens? Because sometimes, babe, it has happened where miracles happen Mm -hmm. and then and then they die and you're like what the hell yeah what's the point why not just let it die the first time that happened in the bible that happened in the bible where jesus healed 10 men 
and eight of them got sick again. Wow. And what, did Jesus' sin not work? No, there were steps of obedience that Jesus wanted them to take. He said, 10 of you are, are healed. Go to your sacerdote, go to your priest, and let him know, and do the ritual stuff. You know, like, yes, it was a miracle, but God, Jesus wanted everyone to know. Well, ten, eight of them didn't do it. They forgot. They were like, well, I'm going to go party. I'm healed. Yeah. They got sick again. So sometimes, like I'm telling you, more than the miracle, because sometimes we just want the miracle. Yeah. Miracles are cake for Jesus. He can do that all day. Why doesn't he? Well, are you just using God? Is he your ATM? Yeah. Um, are you going to go leave and, and, you know, be crazy again or, or go to hell, but with, you know, a healing? Like, yeah. you, you know, it's more about building our character. Mm -hmm. So, it, yes, it happens. And... It, it's not going to be fun. And it, I don't think Jesus failed at all. I think we probably um, didn't learn the lesson. Yeah. Okay. So, um, gosh, I went blank. I was going to tell you something else. But what, you know, that's it is that sometimes miracles are done. And then, okay, a, a diabetes miracle, for example, God right. heals you from diabetes. The next day you're eating bread again. Right. And you can get it back. Yeah. That, that's what, that's, that's logic. Mm -hmm. Get me? Um, a, a financial miracle. God, um, I really need to pay the rent. Okay. Boom. It comes through. And you go and buy any shoes. Yeah, exactly. Right. Then God's like, you're not administering what I'm giving you. It's right. not that there's a lack of money. You're not managing it correctly. Right. Um, so the, the, okay. And how do you keep the faith? It, to me, it was in the movie and I saw it. There was two ways. The word says um, that you your faith grows by hearing and hearing the word of God. Yeah. Okay? So you have to keep hearing the stuff. You have to keep hearing the sermons. You have to keep hearing the word. Sometimes, how do you hear it? I mean, we read it on our app, right? The Bible app. But the Bible app also has a thing where you can play it now. Mm. And and believe me, your flesh hearing the word yeah. does a huge difference because your mind could be like, okay, I'm trying to believe, or my heart believes, but my mind is fighting, and my flesh is just like, I don't believe it. There's no way you're gonna get cured from cancer. Make your flesh hear the word. Yeah. Put it on play and hear it and hear it and hear it and hear those verses on healing, for example. But you continue to hear the word of God. That's one. Two. Not only did she stay focused on what she believed. She didn't let anybody else speak badly. Right. She did it in the wrong way. She had a lot of attitude. She had a lot of anger. She was really mad at people for speaking Negative. logic. Yeah. You can call it logic, right? Um, or statistic or whatever it can be. Um, but she had the right idea of don't say anything negative in front of my son because he can hear you. And I did that with Eli. I did that with Sammy. I got mm. off of the internet for three months and I learned it from Elizabeth, John the Baptist, mom in the Bible. She stepped away from everyone for five months because they were going to speak negatively about her son. Wow. So I do that. I kindly, now, now I kindly tell people, chill with your comments. Like when I go to the doctor and he's going to tell me, for instance, that Sammy is underweight or short or whatever, don't do it in front of her. Tell me outside the room so that it doesn't get in her head and she accepts it. That boy could have accepted in his coma, I'm going to die, man. The yeah. doctor said it. Like Your spirit hears and feels things. So you have to be careful what you allow your spirit to hear yeah. in the time of faith. If you're all hearing negativity, yeah, you're going to be like, oh, they're right. Oh, that person's really smart. Oh, he's a doctor, yeah. so he should know. And and obviously, we don't have to be like blind or, or, or deaf to these yeah. things. But don't only hear that. Right. You know, make sure you're also hearing the word. Like, doctor, I heard you. I do. But I know that above you, there's God. Yeah. So I'm going to go to God. After I talk to you and you tell me that I have leukemia, 
I'm going to go and talk to God directly and see what he says about mm. leukemia. Get yeah. me? And you have to keep constant at it. So, I mean, that also includes, obviously, those are people, negative people in your life, but that also includes what you do. If you're over there listening to negative music in, in a bad mm, time, you so know, good. you just lost your job, so you're listening to this the depressing... The breakups. Yeah, breakup songs, or or you're listening to that depressing now rap that's it's like really in with mm. like the little Zans or, or all those people. Some I think Drake is away. depressing. Uh, you guys are going to get mad. Uh, I know. But Drake is always like, oh, everyone hates me. Like, you know, yeah, he got good beats and boy, we can rhyme, but... I, I can only listen to one because then after a while I'm like, yeah, everyone does hate me. <laughs> so, I mean, that it's what you put in your body in those times. And uh, that faith thing, man, Rosie's right. You have to really surround yourself around positivity in those moments and definitely about the word. You have to really listen to the word. You have to read the word. You have to know these things and be prepared. This is what a lot of people think that you should read the word so you can go and preach it to other people. Yeah, no. That's that's technically, I mean, that's that's something you do plus. Yeah. But the word is for yourself. Yeah. What good is it if you are dead inside knowing mm-hmm. the word? Because I've come across these crazy people on the street where they start saying, hey, let's say I, the other day I had like a, a Psalms written on my shirt or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this guy came up to me and said, hey, brother, you know what, what, what that verse says and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's about David talking about how much he, how he's made it as a worshiper and this and that. Oh, well, you know what, Ezekiel, this and that. And this is the white man's trying to bring us down and this and that. I'm like, brother, this is, I'm like, and I told him, I'm like, like, do you know any verses that talk about good instead of like, just, only angry, yeah, only yeah. angry or depressing. People, to, people want to use the word to so, be right. Yeah. So they, so they, they learn this stuff. But they didn't edify or change that because the guy is obviously upset or has this like whole like black power yeah. or some sort of like a there's fascism with white people or something. I don't know. But the whole point is the whole you reading the word and learning the word isn't so you can go and tell it to other people necessarily. Granted, yes, that is one of our jobs that Jesus said. But more than that, I personally think that the word is meant for yourself. Yeah. So when those moments come, those moments of doubt, Maria, fear. you're fired. You know, yeah. um, that those moments of uh, Juan and Alexis, you are not able to have kids. Ugh. You know, those moments of Norma and Alan, you, you know, you guys are going to get a divorce. married a white guy. All right, yeah. I see it. Yeah, so there's, there's some mix going in there. Yeah, yeah that rejection uh, when, when you're going stuff. Because you know what? We're going to go through it. It's not that you're good and that you don't deserve it. It's not that you're bad and you do deserve it. You, it rains on, yeah. on all of us alike. Yeah. Good stuff is going to happen to you. Bad stuff is going to happen to you. Yeah. Um, and in, and sometimes lack of faith makes you focus more on the bad than the good. Yeah. So one, get good people around you. Get good people around you that love the word, that like to speak the word, that aren't shy. And then you start speaking it too. Like, all right. I mean, she would not stop saying, my son's going to be healed. My yeah. son's going to be healed. Even if people thought she was crazy. And then yeah. she would not let people say negatively around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, as a spouse, your your partner, your kids even, mm. you know, they're going to sign up for college and they're going to be like, mom, I'm not going to make it. My SAT score. Okay, that's the, that's the reasoning. I got you. I understand. God can still do something. God has a plan for you. And you got to speak it over them. And, and as a partner, just so you guys know, the person that's always speaking faith, we need some faith spoken into us too. Mm. You know, sometimes we're doing it 
to uplift ourselves. But dude, it means so much when someone else does it. When they're like, yup, your book is going to be bomb. Your book is great. Mm -hmm. Your book is touching people. Because, you know, sales and numbers can sometimes mean like success. So when you don't have the sales and the numbers that you thought, when you tell me, babe, like, babe, but your book is changing lives, man. I've read those comments. I've seen the Amazon, you know, reviews, babe, your book is genuinely changing lives. And you're like, you know what? Yeah. That's why I started it. Right. That's, that's what I want. And so give it and really let people know that you need to receive it too. For sure. We're going to be right back from the break and we're going to keep continuing this talk about what do you do in tragedy? Is it time to put the heat back in your relationship with breakfast, but a hot breakfast just sounds like too much work? Well, it's time to head over to the egg aisle and pick up Just Crack an Egg. It's a hot, fluffy breakfast scramble that'll have you back in hot breakfast love in less than two minutes. All you've got to do is add a fresh egg to their hearty breakfast fixings, then stir, microwave, and reignite your love of breakfast. And something else you'll love about Just Crack an Egg is that it has no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. But even better is how fluffy and cheesy and delicious it is. It comes in seven different varieties, including their three brand new kinds, veggie, southwest style, and a protein pack scramble. Or you can just stick to the classics like Denver or All-American. So don't wait for the weekend to get a little hot, hearty breakfast love in your AM. It's time to run with your arms wide open to the egg aisle and take breakfast back with Just Crack an Egg. All right, let's be honest. In life, we all struggle through things, whether it's depression, anxiety, or stress, whatever it might be. Or relationship issues, but where do you find a good counselor? That's why there's BetterHelp.com. Yes, they have 3,000 U.S. certified counselors all over the 50 states. And guess what? It's your time your way. The best part is it's available worldwide 24 hours a day and there's four ways to communicate. Yes, you can text them, call them, FaceTime them, even email them. And it's so safe and convenient. We have a special discount code for our listeners as well. Get 10% off your first month with the discount code POWEROFUS. And if you can't afford it, there is financial aid for those that qualify. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash power of us. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash power of us. All right, guys, welcome back from the break. So like Rosie said, it rains on the just, just and the unjust and the alike. Unjust alike. You know, because you start getting into this why me why not, you know, again? And I just want you guys to know that I've, I've gotten into that. Oh. After after 10 years, after, oh gosh, it's probably, it probably been more closer to 14 years of being with Christ, of seeing the amazing stuff, seeing miracles, seeing beautiful things, seeing high things, doing great jobs and for Him and stuff like that. I have fallen into the, why me? God God really isn't in my favor. I lost favor with God. Um, he really doesn't care about me and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it happens with all of us. And I think that that's what it's, it, it's about. Jeez, it's about constantly finding yourself in, in a better relationship with God. Yeah. I mean, look, why? Why why do things happen to us? Well, one, we're in a fallen world. Sin happened. You know, it came in. And you can't blame Adam and Eve or, you know, we continue to sin too, dude. So sometimes we get ourselves into stuff, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's it's we're innocent yeah. and unjust and, and injustice happens. But we're not 100% innocent. Get me like, oh, ¿por qué están chismeando de mí? You know you were chismeando to someone else a few months ago so you know but it's also because we are going to let 
why do challenges happen or or um, things happen in our life? Because the word says that we're going to get to know God from glory to glory. And glory to glory means that it's getting higher and higher, correct? But that also means that the challenge can get bigger and bigger, right? right? And what what do we need to transfer from glory to glory? Because maybe you stayed on glory one and God's trying to take you to glory two. You stayed on faith one. Yeah. And and each time you know God, it's to know him better so that your faith grows. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do we know Christ better? The more we trust in him. Right. You know, and that's in the word. So right now I am in a stage in my life where I'm like, I feel stagnant ministry wise. Mm. You know, I, I just do because I've known a certain glory and I feel like the glory is either here or lower. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, God, what do I need? And he keeps reminding me, you got to trust me. Mm. You got to know me. So, you know, I'm going back to like, you know, we've been working on our home and it's amazing and we're home and our, and we're celebrating our kids and our family unit is really good. And every day I thank God just for my family. But then I'm like, but God, my ministry. Yeah. So he's like, enjoy what I'm giving you. Enjoy your family now. Keep investing in your ministry, but more than anything, keep knowing me so that you can keep trusting me so that you can go to that glory two, glory number two. But Rosie, I need your faith to move from faith one to faith two. So maybe your faith got stagnant. Not that God isn't willing to give the glory. Get me? Um, And, you know, this movie is really, really helps bring all that. So... I say, you know, you watch it together as a couple, yeah. as a family. It, it really helps you understand how, damn, sometimes the problems that we're going through aren't as big. Yeah. And maybe we should have more faith. Yeah. You know? Exactly. But But more than anything, there's something I need you guys to know is that, is that God loves us and, and God has an abundance of stuff to give to us. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes when, let's say we have 10 bucks and God takes away two, three of those bucks. Sometimes in life we focus so much on what was taken away yeah. and don't realize that we have more than what was taken away. Exactly. It's you get seven me? versus the three bucks you lost. Yeah, it's like we're, we're so fed up. Like, oh, I can't believe three bucks are gone. And that's all we're focusing on, not realizing that we, we still have more than what the hell was taken away. Yeah. You know, sometimes in life we have that mentality and you got to just switch it in your mind. And I've been battling so much, you guys, with that lately, where I'm focusing on this little thing because we're doing this house, right? And I'm focusing on this thing being not perfect and that thing being not perfect. And I'm not realizing you're missing the whole picture. The whole picture. It's a huge, beautiful yeah. house. Yeah. And, and you know what? Nobody's going to be able to pay attention to that corner of the house where the the stucco isn't even or not flat enough for you. Things are just stupid things in life that sometimes we're just so focused on the negative yeah. that we can't step back and just embrace and enjoy the fact that we got an amazing family. We got an amazing house. We got a car that works, that exactly. isn't breaking down on exactly. you. Yeah, it's not a Beamer. It's not a Mercedes. But you know, you got a really good Toyota Corolla that has a good paint job. And saving on and the gas, clean. too. Yep. You got to just really, really thank God for what you got and start changing your mentality. Because you know what? The storms are going to come. tragedies are gonna come Mm -hmm. and there's nothing we can do about it the only thing we can do is change our perspective and the way that we approach these things exactly and when and if you're in a good moment thank god for it enjoy it and prepare for the storm that's coming yeah because seasons are changing and if you're not in one now you might get into one yeah so while you're just don't just chill and be like oh i don't have to read my bible i don't have to go to church i'm good no 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 like really 
train your faith mm-hmm. for when the moment comes. Yeah. What songs would I listen to? You know, what verses would I need for healing? What verses would I need for my economy or my relationship? Yeah. Learn them now, you know, and, and when they come, mm, I got you. I know, I know, you know, God will supply all my needs according to his riches in heaven. Boom. Then he's going to do it and keep hearing it yeah. and tell your husband and tell your kids and, and you know what. And then don't declare the negative stuff. Oh, we can't buy that toy because we're broke. Don't you ever say that. Yeah. You find a different way of saying the truth of right, right now is not the time, Sam. I cannot right now. Give me a few months. I will get you that toy. You know, whatever it may be. Or, you know, mama, let's wait for a bigger event. You know, let's wait for for Christmas. It's okay to tell your kids to wait. You're yeah. not a bad parent and you're not failing. And plus you're teaching them patience and endurance, you know, like, so, but don't you keep saying I'm broke. My family's been broke. My daddy was broke. I'm broke. I'm never going to get a, you know, you'll mm. never have like an American doll. No, yes, she can. And it's not a bad thing. But just also let her know, you know, we need some new shoes first. Stuff like that. But you have to really be careful about what you're declaring and what you're allowing your people to declare over you. But as a partner, as a helper, and both of us are helpers to each other, as leaders of our home, we're both leaders. When you see your partner's faith is low, even though it's tough on you, even though you have fear, even though you may yourself have doubt, you pick him up, pick her up and say, Hey, I know I, I heard, I heard what God said. I felt it too. I know what happened. Yeah. We're going to be good. We're going to be yeah. good. Cause he promised, you know, mm-hmm. and just remind each other and really be that support. Definitely understand that life is a process. So sometimes when miracles happen, it doesn't mean that's the end of the miracle or the end of the process more than anything else. You got to really understand that you guys got to just be ready for everything to come for anything to come because life is a process. We just want to pray for you guys before we go in whatever happens in your life right now, whether if it's good, glory to God. If you're going through a tragedy, have faith again. It too shall pass. It too shall pass and allow it to strengthen your relationship. Go ahead, baby. Pray. I thank you, Lord, because you are good. Even in good times and bad times, you are good. Even when we are not good, you continue to be good. And our friends, our listeners may be going through trials um, or may, may be facing something tough. And I ask you, Lord, that their faith be strengthened in this moment, that they may remember all the victories you have brought them from in the 2000s and the 90s. May they remember that you have never failed and you're not going to begin now. Lord, we, we want to go glory to glory and we all need to grow in our faith, whether we're not even Christians or yesterday or 20 years ago, we all need to grow in our faith. And for that, we have to get to know you more. Lord, I ask you to come into their lives, to manifest your power, to manifest yourself so that even when they're facing a tragedy, even when they're facing death itself, that they may say, but he was there and it was painful and it may be hard, but he was there and may all these situations in life, the good and the bad, the tough and the easy, strengthen our marriages, strengthen our relationship with you, strengthen our character, make us stronger, make us better, make us stand up bold and say, life isn't easy, but I'm tough. Life isn't easy, but my God is large. Life isn't easy, but I'm going to take on his yoke because it's lighter than mine. So put all your burdens on Christ because he really cares for you. May they know, Lord, that you really, really care for them in whatever situation they may be. And I ask you to do miracles because you're a God of miracles today, yes. yesterday, and today. And we will hear those miracles and they will comment and we will be a power of us group that can celebrate each other's miracles. Thank you, Lord. 
We are co-heirs with Christ. That means good things are available and coming to us. And while we wait for them, we're going to grow in our character and grow in our relationship with you. Bless our listeners, Lord. Bless all who bless us. Mm -hmm. Lord, thank you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.